0: Welcome to the great conversation where ideas matter, ideas shape markets, ideas could change the world. Uh, Today, we're going to explore a unique interaction between an enterprise security system integrator uh, who is known in the marketplace for unique solutions and what I call one of the new waves of technology, Um, uh, a, a company... Uh that is exploring the frontiers of video management systems in the cloud at the enterprise level. So welcome Nigel Waterton from Arcule's, Brian Cox from Arcules, and uh, Joe Harris and Jack Johnson from Star, otherwise known as Secure Thinking and Results. Welcome, gentlemen.
1: Thank you, Ron. Thanks for having us. You, Absolutely.
0: So I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Nigel kick it off.
1: Yeah. Um One of the first things I want to kind of clear up is that, um, you know, enterprise is a notion of scale that was developed. And I'm sure Jack and Joe, you know, this was a notion of scale that was developed back in the day because it was based upon the size and capability and chip capacity and transmission availability of data. Okay. Now, Back in the day, we sold four camera systems, eight, 16, 32, 64, even up to 128. And then we were using things like, you know, Pelco Muxes and uh, big, uh, you know, controllers. That notion of scale today, when it comes to cloud, is an anathema. It's gone, it's disappeared. There is no such thing as a scale problem when you come to cloud today. It doesn't matter if you have one camera or 10,000 cameras or 100,000 cameras. It doesn't matter how many servers it requires because that server problem is no longer the end user's problem or your problem. It is the provider's problem. And in our case, we use a Google platform and I'll explain a little bit later why. I can basically turn around to Google and say, you know what, I've got 300 locations and each one of them's got between 10 and 500 cameras per site. And I tell them to turn on the requisite amount of, of Servers that are needed to store data in an infinite manner. I no longer have to think about, you know, what, uh, I've, you know, how many servers do I need to store 10 days of data, 30 days, or 365 days or greater anymore? Those problems have gone away. Next set of problems have gone away is power and consumption, cooling, environment, safety and security of those, those uh, servers, especially if you're, in uh, you know you're handling data for for banking or or uh, hospitals so you've got hipaa or pci compliance things like that because all of those things are now covered under a massive umbrella for cyber assurance with those organizations they've got their own layered stacked approach for security because it's data centers and you probably like my, my background we developed and designed data center security lastly the good thing about uh, uh, Google or any kind of um, again software as a service is that it's always on. You know the chances of it going down and having um, you know long periods of interrupt are pretty remote. You're probably normally going to get more interruption on local ISPs or power. Those things are solved by both our our appliance and our software. Software as a service again resides one hundred percent in the cloud, unlike some of the other competitors in the marketplace that require the software to sit resident or sit on servers on site. None of our software does that. It's essentially the only thing the appliance does is it stores data in the eventuality of an ISP interruption. And as soon as that interruption is resolved, the data then retransmits back up to the cloud. There's lots of other cloud benefits that I'm gonna go into as we kind of have this discussion. And uh, I'm looking forward to having uh, having it done now. I want to clear up one other thing that Ron said. Ron said, Arcules an enterprise video management. Arcules isn't just video management. Arcules is a unified security platform. What does that mean? Well, it means under the umbrella of a unified security platform, I can provide video. I can provide access control through either my own native access control or partners such as Phoenix. I can provide health monitoring of the systems I can provide IOT integration. And lastly, I can provide native analytics and I can also provide analytics at the edge with camera systems and and camera providers such as our partner groups out there like Axis. I can also integrate, integrate to what would be traditionally known as large video management platforms like Milestone as another sister company underneath the Canon umbrella Milestone is in the unique position that it understands our code because we actually developed it as an incubator inside of Milestone, which was our our kind of our genesis some five years ago. Now, we are an independent organization apart from Milestone, apart from BriefCam, apart from Access, and part of that Canon umbrella, which allows us to develop our partnerships with other providers for other technologies that gives us the ability to solve a a wide variety of complex solutions for customers globally, not just natively here in North America. Additionally, with Google as a framework, I can provide, again, data center assurance literally anywhere in the globe, providing Google has got either a resident agreement in country. So at the moment, we've got data centers in Iowa, we've got data centers in Belgium, and we've got data centers in Tokyo, Japan. But I can put data centers pretty much anywhere else, provided it's within the Google framework. So those are the kind of clearing up points. I'm looking forward to today's conversation. And um, I think I want to throw it open to you to go, you know, what is it that you are most predominantly seeing as a problem in the cloud marketplace? And how do I, then I can help respond and give you the answers about how we're solving that problem. But so this is Jack. I mean, obviously
2: one of the bigger Roadblocks we've seen when you're dealing with with high definition video, um, megapixel video is that pipe, that wide area network or that that broadband pipe. That's our choke point. So what we've experienced and taken advantage of is a lot of kind of a hybrid approach. There's a few cloud players out there now. Obviously, you guys know them uh, that take advantage. You know there'll be a lot of cloud management They can lever lever the cloud for some storage uh, but generally they may be using some form of local um buffering and or edge storage to take advantage of of that hd video because if you've got to throttle it what good is it what really good is it going to be to take advantage of 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 high definition video when when you today now More than ever, obviously, with HD video and all the good calculators, we can take advantage of of guaranteeing, you know, a certain amount of pixels on target at 100 feet, 50 feet, those sort of things. And for the first time in our industry, we're actually delivering good evidence. So our worry was that choke point and cloud. How do we how do we overcome that? And it didn't seem realistic to us. We're just going to stream five and 10 megapixel cameras, you know, real time, 30 frames per second to the cloud
1: 24 seven. Right, right. Brian, do you want to respond to uh, Jack's uh, question or Jack's concern? I
3: think, uh, you know, I think you mentioned some of the, uh, some of the current architectures and where Arculese separates itself is the ability to have multiple architectures based on the environment. So we offer an architecture for pure cloud, and we also offer, offer an architecture for our edge cloud solution. So we can utilize those bandwidth concerns. Additionally, we're able through our through our software and through some of the technology that we we utilize, we're able to still allow you to to utilize those high definition cameras, but our software our our appliance will allow you to buffer and still take advantage of that while not losing that information uh, and being being. Cognizant of what the customer's pipe is, so you mentioned that that was a big, you know, a big issue. Um, our solution offers some ways to to set some some parameters to allow you to take advantage of those high definition uh, cameras.
1: And I think Jack, uh, just to, just to add on, double click on what Brian was saying. Not only can be done through the software, it's also done through scheduling as well. So we've got lots of customers that have got locations with incredibly low bandwidth. It, it, you know, it's, it's infinitesimal. And we do it through uh, a scheduling process. So again, everything is buffered locally. That's the whole purpose of the appliance anyway. It buffers the, um, uh, any of the feeds, any of the data feeds. And it instantaneously, when there's good bandwidth, it transmits it straight to the cloud. If it does have bad bandwidth, it can basically buffer it up and then do it in sections or segments uh, it's called a process of gopstishing that we can then do it um, at the lowest uses uh, at nighttime or even sometimes during the day. And that's, uh, and again, that's probably one of the, I don't know if that's a unique thing. I think a lot of other companies out there, I think Archeles is one of the few what I would consider pure cloud providers. The others do variations, and you know, you can look at uh, some of those competitors out there, and it really is trying to compare an apple to an orange to a pear they're all fruit but they have slightly different flavors Ours we believe is the is the true cloud solution because it was built on a pure cloud solution from the ground up and that's why we why we selected Google to do it AWS and Azure perfectly good platforms but Google has the lowest latency for video transmission than all of them. Our current latency is somewhere around 1.8 seconds. and We did a load test most recently transmitting over 5G from cameras that were out in Tokyo facing Mount Fuji um, all the way back to a data center in North America. We did it in 2.8 seconds on latency there, which is quite honestly phenomenal. So I think we've cracked the back of using high-definition cameras. I think we've cracked the back of... Uh, of of transmission speeds again or bandwidth constraints or pipeline constraints and we're only going to improve as we go forward.
0: Uh, Ron, Ron Werman here, uh, I, I, got, I got a question uh, first starting with Star. With Star uh, when you approach a customer, Um, you're not approaching them to sell something. You're doing an overall assessment of their needs. And and part of that assessment is also understanding their current architecture uh, and how they transmit data, how they communicate that data within a solution. Where where I'm going with this is um, Nigel and Brian have provided different ways you can implement this technology. What I'm asking you is, is uh, because the the people listening to this are security practitioners within a company, uh, do they have to go to bandwidth, or do they first start with the business problem, and and how difficult is it to get the right bandwidth to solve the problem in the right way? What what are you finding out there, Jack and Joe? Uh, this is Jack. I
2: think. I think first to answer that, we're in the business of, of really on our side of the equation, selling an outcome. I mean, with technology today, we're bringing that technology, people in process to solve real world business problems. So that's first and foremost. And you really, you can't define that sandbox till you get in the sand, you know, what's in it. So discovery is a big deal and we all know Um, when it's you know on the network side when enterprise started with virtualization I, I think it's safe to say that most of our of the enterprise customers out there they've already made these moves whether it's AWS Azure Google Cloud if you get to the right decision makers and those are the decision makers on the information security side the IT side and I think if you do that kind of planning and discovery up front, um, and knowing we have we can do this multiple ways with a, a vendor like an Arcules, it's really focused on the problem first. And I think if you're driving value back, and part of that is they have deliverables at the enterprise level to get us the pipe, you can make that happen. It's difficult to just go in and and peddle a product to a facility manager and expect that to happen you, you got to start a little bit higher and on on the information side especially the information security side
0: thank you jack
1: yeah um i i'm, I'm going to double down on exactly what jack said it's imperative you understand the why question up front you know the how and the what are byproducts of the why the the notion that again, you know, just trying to find a solution and shoehorn it in in the cloud environment doesn't work. And I said two years ago when I first came to Arculees, I spoke at MIPS, and my opening statement kind of shocked a few people and went, Hey, lean in. This is important you hear this. Cloud is not for everybody. You have to understand exactly why an organization is trying to do it. And then you can actually address their, their risk parameters you get to actually engage and speak to the, the correct risk owners inside of an organization from the get-go. Our audience, nine times out of 10, is a, is a CTO or a CIO or a CISO or a vice president of, of IT. And again, somebody that's intimately involved in the business of running you know, an organization and supporting an organization's tools, whether or not it be front-end or back-end. Nine, the, the nine times out of 10 after that, then it is down into the, the next layer of business owner or risk owner, which is essentially the, the organization that's responsible for either maintenance or upkeep of a video system or access control. And then lastly, you get to the, you know, the actual users, you know, we've created a technology that's made it very intuitive for the users as an average learning curve of about 22 minutes. It's an average install for the integrators of about 11 minutes across across any organization's uh, you know current network. Again, we're agnostic to switches, we're agnostic to data transmission, we're agnostic to literally 99.9% of most camera models, upwards of 4,000 different models today, and you know we can pretty much solve most problems with those. But that doesn't again address the why. That's why we start out with our partners and. Uh, and Jack, I love it. You said vendors, you know. I always have a tongue-in-cheek answer for vendors. Vendors sell your hot dogs. And I'm interested in, in partnerships and working with people to actually develop solutions worthwhile to, to organizations, both near-term, short-term, and then long-term.
0: Well, I, I can't I, think. I can't I can't wait to take that last sentence from Nigel. And begin to ask the vendors I know in the industry what kind of mustard and ketchup they provide.
1: <laughs> relish, relish. <laughs> well,
2: well, I think I think partnership is is correct, and uh, you know we've got to be joined at the hip. I mean, this yeah. is uh, the, in, anybody who's been on the integration business knows this. This is a tough business, and you need yep. to rely on each other. The technology is changing. It seems to me almost daily now but
4: but at least
2: weekly and monthly and um, you know it's a, it's a it's an entire ecosystem together and yeah. uh, and and we we have to make commitments to each other so I do agree with you on that on the partner to, side and...
1: yeah no I appreciate that, that appreciate that Jack and I actually I want to address something you said to you said um, you know technology is changing weekly now one of Arcule's differentiators today is the fact that we, we update the technology continuously. And when I say that, because it's a CICD approach, we are not only updating our technology once a month, once a week, but actually nearly two or three times a week. So there's this constant improvement. So from what you saw as an organization two years ago in really that inception period, We have come night and day to today because we've engaged in that methodology of constant improvement. We're able to do things with an agility and flexibility that most organizations would be unheard of outside of true software development companies. We're capable of doing things literally in days and weeks, and which would normally take organizations months, if not years, to do. And it's it is, is one of the most exciting things I love about this segment of the business, not just Archibald's, I'm, I'm passionate about Archibald's, but this segment of the business that has this, this ability to do rapid change without breaking things, without causing service interruption to organizations. Our, our, our current uh, nines rating, or you know, again, everybody strives for the five nines, that's the kind of the nirvana, right? Our, our current rating is, is 99.94%. So that equates to about 27 minutes of actual downtime over a 365-day period. Now, that's better that's better than Facebook or Meta, as it's now called, okay? So, you know, we're, we're kind of singularly proud of those that fact of, of the, the changing form of technology is actually staying current with the changing form of business. That's pretty different. Ron, back to you.
0: But what uh, strikes me, Nigel, thank you for that, by the way, there's three things so far I've pulled out of this conversation. Uh, that, and I'm seeing a trend in the industry uh, of all the uh, enterprise cloud providers uh, talking about these three things as absolutely core to their future. Uh, One is ease of use, and that would be not only on the user end, but the administrator end. Uh, The concept of rapid application development, most of our physical security executives don't understand that once you're released, you as the vendor are released from the legacy architecture that's on premise, you can begin to rapidly innovate. You can do the, and it's interesting, you're partnered with Google, Nigel. You can begin to do the .dot one releases over time in an enclosed, your own enclosed environment, testing out the five nines, testing out defensibility, and you can get to market faster, quicker with your customers' ideas. Yep. And, and that, that that's a huge selling point that I don't see going on until you mentioned it. It's rapid application development for those of you who are listening and and uh, that's pretty incredible. What I'd like to ask Nigel of the Star team, Star is, is actually uh, doing a lot of cloud and managed services, and uh, they've explored other technologies in this space. So, and Nigel, you're you're used to this question from uh, uh, me talking to you over the years, but Star, do you have you come up with? A scorecard for how you evaluate technologies like Hercules.
4: Yeah, this is uh, Joe Harris. We have, and um, you know, in development a scorecard of how we, uh, you know, evaluate vendors, evaluate even the end users, and kind of seeing what vendors, you know, we can partner with to go to market with our, you know, philosophy of, of mitigating risk and making systems resilient, and all of the. You know, conversations we've had so far is right in line with that type of scorecard that we are developing to say, you know, vendor A can do this, vendor B can't do this. And I think that's a, you know, a lot of integrators today don't do that. You know, a lot of integrators I've seen and talked to, they're still stuck in selling that, you know, shiny box, selling that new widget that they can get down at the local distributor. And, you know, we value very much being able to scorecard our vendors and partner with them to, you know, bring that message as a partner team, you know, to the end user.
1: Yeah, it, Joe, great great points. I mean, and scorecards, again, because I do, Ron's, Ron knows this. You know, we developed scorecards for our partners, um, and, and they weren't just our, our technical partners. They were actually our integration partners when we both worked together. But I always look at it and go, it's deeper than a feature comparison. So normally people want to see, you know, technical battle cards, side by side feature comparison. I'm like, yeah, that's a, that that that's that's not showing value. That's just showing capability. Now the deeper capability should be around that resiliency that you're talking about, that cyber assurance that you're talking about. It should be around understanding the the customers' environments first and foremost. Partnering up with the integrator. To kind of literally root out exactly what the customer is trying to do. Because I think, like, like you, you would find out that most customers use 20% of the technology 80% of the time. Again, think of what, you know, if you've got one of these damn smartphones or anything, there's on average about 40 to 50 applications running on those phones. But if you was to look at the usage, you're using like five, literally most of the time. As we developed our technology, we are filling in the gaps of that 80% and making sure that that 80% is so refined and it has the expanded capability because it's very powerful. Again, being cloud software, it's, it's an incredibly powerful tool that can be you know continuously improved upon. And that's what we're looking for. I'm not looking to try and be a an Avigilon, you know, or a Genetech, you know, Stratocast, or a, a again, or an eagle eye, or a Vicar or anyone like that. That's I think that's a kind of a zero-sum gain if I keep chasing the, the feature comparison. I'm looking for the deeper, wider separator and scorecard in how does a how does a partner react to its customers' need? And I'm going to give you an, an example. Last week, we ran both a customer and a partner event two separate days never the twain should meet <coughs> and we had customers on the tuesday you know we did an idea session with them and one of them brought up a a, a need it wasn't it wasn't particularly unique and our development team had it resolved by friday friday now again if i i've been part of advisory boards for large large manufacturers of of very very complicated technology and years later they managed to solve those problems so this this notion of scorecarding is a great value prop to be able to again separate the elements of technical competency versus you know strategic competency versus ideology into understanding what those customers are trying to do
0: that's well said I think that's very
4: important
1: I'm sorry I didn't hear you I was
4: I'm sorry. I was going to say that's very important because I know we've all got experience in this industry and how many times an old legacy system has to be updated or has to, you know, implement a new feature, you know, or the customer has, you know, this real specific use case that they have. And it's like pulling in teeth to to get professional services involved for two months at a time to try to even look at it. And so that that agility of the cloud platform is, is great.
1: That's what I love well, about it. It's, it's you know, and again, it's the way that the cloud is architected, you know, uh, you know the, the way the software in the cloud is architected versus the old, you know, basically compressed line code that, you know, if you pulled out one, if you had to alter one line code somewhere down in line 100, it was affecting line 1 million. We're, we're, we're not like that. You know, with the way that our cloud solution is is developed, I can literally extract essentially a brick, you know, or a container, out of the stack, uh, improve it and insert it back into it without affecting the rest of the stack at all. So that is, again, a a unique separator from somewhat legacy systems and some of the other comparative systems that are out there.
0: So just for a second, um, I just want everyone to know that I'm trying something new in the great conversation. And that is letting you have an inside seat, a fly on the wall seat, to a conversation going on between members of the security ecosystem. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to, uh, after this next question, I'm gonna let them go to a more private discussion, uh, not for public consumption. Uh, But what I wanna ask is one question. It has to do with, again, back in your background, Nigel. One of the ways you used to differentiate yourself as an integrator is you had a methodology, a step-by-step journey, customer journey in which to ensure your client's success. So question number one for you, and then we're gonna turn to spar. Um, tell me, are you finding that most integrators have a methodology? And if so, do you participate in that journey as as a uh, enterprise cloud-based vendor?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, Ron, I'm, I'm holding up to my camera. I don't know if you can see it. <laughs> this This, this little, you know, coin.
0: He's uh, just so everyone knows, because this is a podcast, he's showing a challenge coin with a diagram on it, uh, a circular diagram of steps one through seven. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, this was the uh, the technology that we developed uh, or you developed uniquely for our former organization called the Path of Value. And that was a s- proceeding and succeeding interlocking series of steps that ensured success, not only for the integrator, The internal integrators, you know, customers being project management teams, sales teams, sales operations, uh, service support, logistics, all of those things. And we called it that path to value inside of uh, inside of uh, Achilles. We're developing the same mechanism, the same methodology. Again, if you if you've ever seen a Denning principle, again, we we always are looking to check, verify and improve, you know, what we're doing. And we get that improvement from by by having a a strong bi-directional conversation with our partners on a persistent basis to say, you know what, how do we need to change this? How do we need to make it better? If you look at lean practices or six sigma practices, you know, it's all about, you know, the the shortest distance between the two objects. And again, improving that that market velocity, improving that uh, that understanding of each other. And that just comes, I think, through three very basic things, communication. Communication and communication. Can't emphasize that enough. But again, having that mechanism and having that methodology, having that clear understanding of what drives the partner, the integration partner, what drives the customer, and then aligning that strategically to our goals as well, you're going to have an insured success.
0: From, From that standpoint, are you still finding that many of the integrators lack that methodology?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they... They have a defined idea, but they don't normally have a defined practice. And one of the things that <coughs> made us successful in that practice so that we that we both developed before um, was the adherence to it. And that's a, that's, a, that's a long road to plow. It really is. And it takes a lot of discipline externally, internally. There's a lot of pressures on business. We have the same pressures. Of, of kind of sticking to a methodology or, a, again, nay, a mentality, you know, of saying, if I do this, we will be successful. If I deviate from a process, now, again, it can be deviated and corrected, but if I deviate from a process too often, then I create a customized one-off practice, then I really am not going to be able to replicate what I want to do again and again and again. And it's, it's very difficult for organizations to, to craft a different business model. And um, and have that uh, that continued effort of self improvement, self performance management, that says, you know what, I'm going to be better than yesterday. I'm going to be better than tomorrow. Um, and it, and it doesn't. It's it's no instant return. It takes. It does take time. But at the end of the day, it made it made our company run wildly successful, and it's going to make Archeles wildly successful. And as we work with our customers, it's going to make them wildly successful.
0: So, Jack and Joe, you've been on a similar journey, it sounds uh, like Nigel had in the past. Uh,
2: absolutely. Yeah, I find, um,
4: no, I was just going to say what Nigel said. It, you know, in simple terms, it's learning to say no. Yeah, and
2: I find a right, lot
4: of customers right. or a lot of, a lot of integrators are, you know, they're so focused on, you know, the, you know, this sales, whatever that goal is. Yeah, they don't learn to say no. You got to learn to say no and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, you, the ideal relationships where mutual value is realized but between the between the parties and and you know, today, big data is new gold and people are metric oriented. And yeah. you got to be able to show that you can drive a return and so for us to do that, we have to Come up with delivery models that that are a little different and and deliver a, a whole different experience, a very transparent metric gathering experience for the customer. I mean, so we've definitely begun to zero in on a on a, on a much more prescriptive methodology and, and and approach. You know, the first we talked about earlier assessment, and then you know we're not just delivering gear right i mean in order for this to work and to achieve that mutual relationship there's a lot more to it program management i mean what are the expectations you have to define those things or you're going to end up like we have in the past with disappointment at both ends so i think joe's right um you know part of that assessment is is us assessing is, is can we get mutual benefit together and can we partner? You know, we, yeah. we always say we're looking for those 10-year partnerships with our customers where we feel like we can drive value back for, yeah. for both parties. Yeah. We've got to be able to to make a return to continue to keep our customers healthy. So um,
0: we've, we've spent the
2: last three years working hard on getting a lot more zeroed in on
0: on this approach. So yeah. um, what, a, what a great way to end up because at the heart of a well articulated and fundable value proposition that a security executive can have within his company, at the heart of it is how people perform roles in a measurable process using whatever tools they're given to create outcomes that matter. Now. They are, if they're part of a process, it means each part of the handoff has to be measured and fine tuned. And that's what Nigel was speaking of. So, both of you on that journey from two different points in the ecosystem is is, uh, marvelous to behold. That this has been a great conversation with Star Asset Security and Arcules. Thank you, all of you.